check, check, one, two, one, two. Oh, hello. Hi. Uh, this is Georgette Pierre, one-third of Venting and Vino. Actually, one-half tonight. Well, technically one-third is because Tiani is <laughs> still a host. But now she broke her perfect attendance. She was always bragging, I have, well, technically, I have perfect attendance. Tiani Welcome to the dark side, Tiani. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Nikki Trends. And that's all she got for you. That's all I got for you guys. That's fine. That's all she got for you. So, uh, we are Venting in Vino, where we like to vent about things outside of work, stuff on our mind, and we're kicking it off with our first segment called Air It Out. Air It Out, we just like to get some things off our chest. Nick, do you want to start first? Um, yes, I will. Um, as many of you heard about the uh, the horrific accident that happened I in know. the middle of Times Square, it actually happens very, it happened very close to where we all work, and... Um, there's nothing that makes you see how precious life really is um, until you experience something like that. Uh, which is funny because, we, you know, we were talking in the office about it and it just so happened that particular day I was wrapping up a shoot. So I was at another location, but I had to go to 44th Street to the where our freight elevator's at. And I literally was walking down 44th into 45th, literally like maybe 15, 20 minutes before that happened and when you think about your daily routine and how like something as simple as little as that can change course it i definitely was shook by the whole experience um so to the families to you know the to the family whose daughter passed away due to this heinous crime um just nothing but prayers for you guys and i really hope that the 13 year old daughter is you know recovering as best as she can and to all the people who were obviously affected by this um it was just really crazy to see the whole thing unfold like that it was like some it was like a live tv show right in front of us so um yeah just live your life <laughs> as good as you can life really is short so you know really take advantage of your opportunities if you don't like something change it because it is definitely not guaranteed. Absolutely. Sorry to get all cliche. I wonder to see how many cliches I could throw in there. Yes, well, I'll. Um, but yes, to, to Nick's point, um, it was. It's. It's. It's sad, and so. Um, but I'll keep it light for my air it out there. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to Atlanta this past weekend. One of my um, my line sisters. She was celebrating thirty five years of life, and and for those that know me. I'll keep it short. I'm not a fan of the South. I just, I don't. Atlanta's what? boring to me. What? Miami's really? Miami's boring to me. It's just, I, I don't look, I don't look forward to going to the South. You know, it's really Is slow. Is it because you hate being naked? I'll, maybe that's huh? why. Hate being okay. naked? What? Being naked. I feel like Miami is just like no clothes. No, it's just, it's, it's so. It's like partying 24-7. You no, know, I'm just so used to city life and it's just anything that's, that's not that. It's just, it was just so boring. So, I mean, I went down there, I chalked it up, but they, they make sure to remind me, Georgia, you're always welcome in the A. We know you don't like the South. And I'm like, Ooh. okay, yes, that's fine. <laughs> like, shit, I know I don't like it. But I actually had a good time. I was real low-key and, and chill. I just, at this point in my life, I'm just more observant of things. And I know, you know, when I'm not interested in doing certain things, I just, I just try you to. You dread it even more. No, I just try to chalk it up. You know what I mean? Like, try to keep a smile on my face and just do different things. I don't, I don't get too excessive. And if I'm tired, like, I'm going to show that I'm tired. And, and, but, but I try to also not be the Debbie Downer either. So it was, it was chill. The, the event we went to, it, uh, it was outside in the park and it got rain. We got rained on. Ooh. 
Um, it was on and off, on and off, but um, I had some good fried fish from this food truck, though. See, shit was nice. They tried to throw in some tilapia. Y'all ain't slick. I don't eat that. But I, <laughs> I asked for fried whiting. So they gave me three pieces of fish. Two of it was whiting. One of it was tilapia. I was like, uh, I'm not eating this. So oh, I passed okay. it to somebody else. Oh, okay. So that was it well, for me. Well, damn. Yeah, I wasn't playing. I don't eat that. I don't eat that tilapia anymore. So what's the furthest you'll go down the uh, the coast? No, I'll, like, listen. Like... I'll visit places. Just don't don't think I'm gonna be staying there all all <laughs> long and shit. I'm not gonna be. I'm not. Listen. I'll spend a little bit of time, and a little bit of time means two days. Maybe three. Oh, but you like LA. Like I don't yeah, I particularly can. care. I like visiting LA now. LA got boring to me too, but it's not the South. <laughs> like, I, not the South. I know that I moved far away from the South because it was boring to me as a yeah, adolescent. I like but I enjoy Atlanta. Like I always had a lot of fun when I went out there. And Miami's definitely Yawn. a lot of fun. Oh. Yawn. But it's funny, someone had told me today they were like people that are from the South are really they're they're so defensive of being from the South. They're proud to be from the South. So anyone that yeah, says that's they're, true. Not, they're not from the South and, and says anything about the South, they'll always have something to say. Oh my god, all the time. I don't give a shit. You can talk about all the time. North. That doesn't bother me. To me, I'm like, just don't take it personal. It has nothing to do with you. Wait, I'm not offended by something. That's because you're not from New York. Like people from New York also. Get We're offended. even from like north, <laughs> up north, right? So anything above the Bible Belt. Like I'm from Northern Virginia, but my parents are from Trinidad and Tobago. So if someone said they didn't like DC, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Don't live there. Like that's why I don't live in Atlanta or no, Miami. You know, New Yorkers are like sensitive. You can't be coming don't, from Florida. New Yorkers will have to New get York. over it, but Listen, I love living in New York. So that's a constant battle in my household all <laughs> and, the time. Anywho, that is our air it out. Um, Wait, I can pretend to be Tiani. Uh, I just love life. That's I'm Tiani Warren. <laughs> that's what. I don't know. It feels weird that it's just us two, right? Like, so, oh, I'm Tiani Warren. You're so. Funny. I'll be doing the voice of Tiani Warren. That's Tiani. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our air it out with Nick's impression of Tiani's air it out. Um, <laughs> on to pop culturey things. <laughs> So, um, Nicole, you, you found this story, but just, you know, I think this show is getting a lot of play. It's on Netflix called 13 Reasons Why. And if you're not familiar with it, um, Nicole, I actually don't know anymore. Beyond 13 cassette tapes, I don't know what the (laughs) hell this show is about. (laughs) Okay. So 13 Reasons Why was first the book. Mm -hmm. Um, it's basically about this girl who commits suicide, but before she commits suicide, she has 13 cassette tapes and each cassette side of the cassette tape and each cassette tape is to somebody. So when the, so she gave the job to somebody to give the first person the cassette tapes. And so when that person was finished listening to their tape, as long as well as everybody else's tape, they were supposed to pass it on. It's kind of like a chain letter. This was, this is how the show plays out. And so the show plays out. This is how the book is. So, um, so each tape describes an event that happened and who, who was kind of involved in the event happening. So the tapes are labeled with names at the end of it. The girl unfortunately commits suicide, leaving everybody to wonder like what happened. And so now all these people who are on these tapes are like trying to cover their asses and they're saying like, you know, they're, Victim blaming, they're saying that the girl, she was uh, just melodramatic, all this stuff. So now that it's become a show, it's picking up a lot of heat because in the show, they actually show the character Hannah Baker committing suicide. Mm. 
So the argument around it is basically saying that this show is tr- very triggering for mm. young adults to glamorizing have, it yeah. essentially, right? I mean, I don't really think it glamorizes it. There's nothing very Romeo and Juliet about it at right. all. Um, but it kind of you kind of see the perspective of the parents who are going through their child who just committed suicide. You see wh- how the school atmosphere changes, the, the interaction between all the characters. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So it's picking up a lot of heat. People are saying it's very triggering for young adults who have suicidal thoughts. You know how irresponsible it was to show how this girl commits suicide, so on and so on. So in the lovely state of Florida, <laughs> oh Florida, <laughs> Florida is always in the damn news for something. Green Cove Springs, Florida. Uh-huh. A teacher at Clay High School, I guess opened up the discussion about the show. She doesn't want to be identified. Right. <laughs> so she's talking, you know, she talks about the show, whatever, whatever. Apparently, she encouraged the kids to watch it. Who knows? However, one particular student decided to take it amongst himself to watch the show, then to make his own list of reasons why he doesn't want to live anymore. And so the mom found this and she's freaking out. And she so she takes him to go see a psychiatrist. So now she's blaming the school for why her son did this. And now she's saying that he's never had suicidal thoughts before. And ever since the conversation and ever since he saw this show, he's all of a sudden had had these revelations. And now, you know, now he's suicidal. But I'm no psychiatrist. Mm hmm. I just don't think it works like that. I don't think you wake up one day and you go to school and a teacher mentions something about this show and then you watch it and then you're immediately, your thought is, hey, this looks cool. I want to do it too. But let me see if I have 13 reasons why. I don't really, because that's not what the show really conveys either. Right. She's like, tries to overcome all these different things that have affected her and it just becomes too much. It almost like swallows her. Like it becomes too much for her. And so, like, you know, she does what she does. Um, so that's that's what happened in Florida. Yeah, but they're also saying, which is interesting, because you got the the articles, what, dailymail.co.uk. It also it said the mom, um, the teacher's actually saying otherwise. So according to the Clay County School District, they said the students brought up the show to the teacher, told their teacher to watch it. Um, they, then, they, they, then, they then discussed the series, or the teacher discussed the series, um, but did not encourage an in-depth conversation. So, so part of me wonders um, if if uh, the son was already thinking some right. of these things on a not even on a lighter level because I don't know how that that spectrum runs. If you're ever if you've ever thought about committing suicide, and I'm just wondering if him seeing it made it feel like he was okay to do that. As 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 crazy and fucked up as that sounds. Well, then he wasn't paying attention to the show, because like <laughs> I get that it's very easy to blame media for a lot of things, but I feel like in this specific moment, what happens is you never hear the story of the parents of of the kids who commit suicide, and so with this this particular show, what ha- you see the aftermath and what it does to your parents, like. Her mother's distraught. Like, they don't know what to do. Like, her mother and father are, like, arguing because, you know, how he wants to handle it is different from how she wants to handle it. She didn't necessarily leave a note for them, so now they're wondering what they did wrong. It's it's very much like that. 
And she and there's even a point where she's trying to seek help, but it's just not it's not communicating well. Right. So I really I really think it's one of those situations where I mean, I haven't had suicidal thoughts. so It's hard. I'm I'm not going to speak on that, but it's kind of hard as an outsider to see like you not having any thoughts at all. And then all of a sudden you watch the show and you got those thoughts. The show's not that damn good. Like, I wasn't sitting there thinking, (laughs) oh, my God, my life is hard. Like, (laughs) like, that's not what I'm thinking. Right. Well, to throw it in, just to to double back on on another place, also blaming the drama. Um, I got this from The Telegraph. Also in the UK, it says um, they, they Netflix drama, 13 Reasons Blame for Inspiring Teen Girls, Attempted Suicide. And this was in Austria. So, um... The two girls are now recovering after teachers found them at last at the last minute. There have been calls in Aust- Austria for thir- 13 reasons why um, to be banned in the wake of the incident. But despite widespread claims, the series had inspired the two girls. A spokesman for the local school board told the Telegraph there was no conclusive evidence of a link. We can't say that it's true. All I can tell you is that a lot of the children at the school have said they, they believe there is a connection to these girls committing suicide and watching 13 reasons why. And so... To your point, it's a 2007 novel of the same name. Novel. Novel means fiction. You know what? Nobody even heard of the damn book until the show. Like, I I read the book. I came across it. I read it. I thought it was well-written. I liked it. Whatever. But until this became a show, this had no heat, no flag. Nobody talked about it. Nobody said, hey, let's pull this off the shelves. You know what else is really fucking annoying is that (laughs) Teen Mom, for example. Mm Mm-hmm. If you watch Teen Mom, if you watch 16 and Pregnant and then you watch Teen Mom, that kind of almost glorifies getting pregnant at a young age. So, yeah, it's, show, it's documenting how hard it is for these girls to navigate through their life so young while being a parent. But then when you have shows like Teen Mom where they're getting paid, when you see that their life isn't as bad because they're getting paid to do the show, they're doing appearances, it's opening up other opportunities – you hear of girls making packs to get pregnant at a young age. That's crazy. Because they think shit like that's going to happen. Crazy. Nobody was calling nobody about yeah. taking <laughs> teen mom off or teen mom OG or 16 and pregnant. Nobody was talking about taking those shows off. But what happens is like a show like this, because it's Netflix and because they're allowed to go. But it's also team mom realistically speaking having a child doesn't necessarily mean you're going to die so you're talking about no but it fu- it's not it's, a, uh, right. a life. It it's not like oh my god i'm gonna get a check teenage <laughs> like, pregnancy. i know because the thing is the other thing that they said in this article was um the show has been accused of glamorizing suicide and attracted controversy over its graphic depiction of issues such as rape so i'm assuming one of the tapes was this girl was raped in the novel yeah it was close to the last tape when she was she was trying to get like a fresh start and she just you know, was trying because then she started to think maybe it was just her overreacting. And so, you know, one of the characters who raped another girl took it upon himself to rape her. And so it wasn't nobody else outside of whoever was on those tapes knew about it, but was too afraid to come forward until the, you know, the other main character, Clay, came forward and accused and got evidence and stuff like that. Well, so the two girls, they said the two girls in Austria that attempted suicide were found in a toilet. I don't, I don't. <laughs> so do you stick your head in the toilet and flush it can, to drown yourself? 
I don't know. Never. I just. I, I, yeah, that's what they're saying. That they it's. A teacher trained in first aid had to resuscitate one of them, so they were probably trying to drown yeah. themselves in the toilet. Okay. But it's, I, you know what? There's worse things that are on TV that don't even convey a message at all. It's just things that happen. And nobody ever says about it. The show is not saying, hey, it's okay. It's really showing how it's so easy to look and be normal, but, like, there's shit going on. But we have to also, just before we wrap the story up, we also have to think about it is a novel. It is fiction. Absolutely. And I think people are letting go go of the fact. I thought it was a real, I thought it was real, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. Until I read in the article, it said novel. (laughs) 2007 novel. So this book came out 10 years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. Ten years ago. Listen, I think I think what it's saying because she she tries to reach out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's also important. And it's just also important to know, like, it just because someone is looks okay on the outside, it's it you know, it's okay to be like, Hey, how's your day going? Things like that. Cause I'm sure if she would have had that, it obviously wouldn't have been a story. But you know, you hear that a lot of kids who do commit suicide, it they had a hard time in school or even at home. Like, nobody would ask them how their day was or, like, what's going on or, like, what. You get what I'm saying? So I just feel like that's not what. I just think people need to stop blaming the show because you weren't blaming the book and the book was out. You weren't that's blaming true. the book. So either pick have your kids pick up a book and turn off the Netflix account, but, like, don't blame the show. Yes, and so just for those that need support and if, if they know anyone going through it, the National Suicide Prevention Line, according to this article on Daily Mail, is 1-800-273-8255. We at least want to be responsible. So. Absolutely. So the, what's, the next story, this is, this is a little interesting. What the fuck is going on on the Internet sometimes? I'm just so <laughs> confused. Um, so this came from The Observer, and it's Google-backed groups claim back pages child sex ads are free speech. So for those that are not familiar with Backpage, because I actually wasn't familiar with Backpage, it's an online classified site that became notorious in recent years for its adult services section where children have been bought and sold as prostitutes. (coughs) Um, In light of that statistic, the federal government recently intervened following a Senate hearing in January. Backpage shut down its escort page citing government censorship and then... Users were still advertising escort services on the site's dating section using phrases like looking for a good time, where two women were actually murdered <laughs> late last year because of that. So now Backpage's uh, defense is behind the obscure government provision, um, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act of 1996, which states that no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. So essentially, this applies to social networks. So if I go on Facebook or Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, these types of companies aren't responsible for anything that users um, post on their website. Yeah, but, don't they, but they can block it. They can. Or they delete can. it. Because isn't there like some lady that was like breastfeeding and they deleted the picture? Right, so the interesting part is, that's true, Facebook has some weird things that they decide to delete. It says um, the loophole has been uh, pretty successful for Backpage. While several state Supreme Courts have ruled that the site could be, in fact, held accountable for its content, the U.S. First Circuit Court of Appeals reversed the decision ruling that Backpage was immune from liability. Um, and there's a bunch of other stuff. It, it just, it's, 
it says Google certainly a, a, a bosom buddy of both organizations because Google benefits from this Section 230 as well. But how? Uh, it's the same thing because they basically consider it free speech on the Internet. I'm actually surprised that Google's like, yeah, whatever, let's do this. <laughs> With it being such a big organization that it is. Well, it says, as such, the letter asks Google, the CWT, and the EFF to support a narrow amendment to Section 230, which, which would bar online solicitation of children for sex. Um, it says CD, CDT has received, who is CDT, though? Just, um, oh, Center for Democracy and Technology. So the Center for Democracy and Technology, CDT, and the Electronic Frontier Foundation, EFF, um, they have been name-checked um, of, of two nonprofit recipients of Google's, I guess, money regarding dealing with things like this. They defend digital civil liberties like online privacy and net neutrality. So essentially, they seem like they're, they're in support of defending I mean, even as heinous as it is, they feel like it's still free speech and you should be able to do and say whatever you want on the interwebs. I mean, uh, it's one of those things where, yes, you cannot control everything that goes on the Internet because there's always going to be loopholes around it. Yeah. But it's kind of like. (laughs) Like people are dying. Children are being trafficked like through these sites there has to be a way to shut them down well so a google spokesperson said told the observer that we will continue to use our technology to combat the tragedy of child sex trafficking we'll continue our significant funding of organizations that combat this crime and maintain our zero tolerance approach to ads for this illegal activity but the, just so it be clear eff didn't support changes to to to, to section 230 why why would they Right, because again, it, it will kind of limit. But then it's like, if if they shut it down, right? Who's gonna sue them? The child predator. The child predator is really gonna have the nerve to sue them and be like, "I couldn't post this on the site. I feel like you're discriminating against me. I have free right. speech." It, who? Obviously, the guilty parties will not come forward and try to do something like that. Well, so the attorney that works for EFF that said that they did not support changes to Section 230 did suggest that finding and prosecuting organizations that actually exploit minors would be a better way to curb Backpage's activities without impacting online freedom. I, I mean, think, they do that now. They at the end of the day, they just want to be able to curb. They don't want Internet freedom to be affected, but they do want criminal activity such as that or illegal criminal activity to be prosecuted. So it's 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 weird because it's, it's how do you – Backpage is benefiting from what you said that you don't want to change. Yeah. So how do you even get – how do you narrow down the organizations that are even participating in child trafficking, child sex trafficking? I mean, there's a task force for it, but there's just so many. It's just like you yeah, can't it's, it's even – it's strange to me. The fact that they even got away with it. I've never, ever heard of Backpage, ever. I heard it on Craigslist. Oh, Craigslist is good old place. Craigslist. People still use Craigslist and like the Village Voice and stuff like that. Like those kind of newspapers have that, but like Got I, it. I mean, you do hear of cases where police find trafficking rings, but it's just so many. And there's um, what is it? The internet, the dark internet, black internet, the um, dark hole. Um, the dark web. Yeah, it's called something else. Oh, shit. Now you're gonna That's where all the real crazy shit happens. So it's kind of like if this if this isn't in the light, then 
You just go to the dark web and get whatever the fuck it is you need. Look who's joining us, Beyonce, working hard. So guess, looky, looky, guess who decided to join us? Beyonce. Hey guys. Beyonce. Um, yeah, I'm so Beyonce that I'm booking other people's travel. <laughs> I feel like if Beyonce wasn't a superstar, maybe that's what she would be doing. That's what she'd be doing. Okay. <laughs> I want to be traveling the world. So. Uh, Tiani, we were talking about um, the, the the site Backpage and how um, we were just kind of, I told her, I was like, I never heard of Backpage, but we were just talking about how essentially some of these organizations don't want to um, alter what was called Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act because it will affect digital or, you know, It'll affect f- other things that it's good. And it's just the, the internet free uh, freedom of speech, but free of, what the, f- shit, it's, you understand <laughs> Freedom of speech, like yeah, it would yeah, mess yeah. up I for, other. I forgot I did. Like have an the <laughs> the spokesperson was saying, like how it would affect more good things than it would the bad. Like he understands that sex trafficking is bad, obviously, <laughs> but it would destroy everything else that it's mostly used for under right. Section Two Thirty. And I like I understand that, but it's kind of like. It's a very murk. It's very murky waters mm-hmm. because it's like kids are being sold on your site. And right. if you just like agreed to change this thing, then it would stop. Well, I have also mentioned the fact that from one of the organizations now that they were like, instead of targeting Section 230, why don't you target the organizations True. that are participating? That's a, that's but a then good. how do you get to that point of even targeting those organizations? How do you even find them? How do I'm you sure that it's exist? hard to find the yeah. people who are selling children. I'm sure they don't make it easy right. to be found. Or they'd be really bad at their jobs. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so on a lighter note, Tiani, uh, I'll let you kick up this story. SNL? SNL? Do you want to talk about SNL? You want me to kick it off? Yeah. Well, uh, (laughs) I remember that I did have an opening. So SNL ended. uh, (laughs) SNL ended uh, Saturday. It was that May twentieth. I didn't realize it was the the finale. Yeah, it always it always ends in May. Um, So basically, we've heard for a while that Bobby Moynihan, maybe like a week or two, that Bobby Moynihan was going to leave, and he's been there for like seven seasons, I think. And uh, recently, like right before the last episode, we heard about Vanessa Bayer. Uh, but only yesterday, which is Sunday, after the show Since closed out. One, one, Monday. one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> Sasha Zameda. I was, are you sure it's Zameda? Because I always hear Zameda. Oh, I, if you hear Zameda, I feel it, like, it I, like when Zameda. I watch SNL, I hear Zameda. They're probably pronouncing Sashir. that shit wrong, too. I would hope that, I would <laughs> hope that the least respect they could give her is pronounce her name right I in the know. credits. <laughs> Zameda. <laughs> But yeah, um, we just found out that she was leaving, and um, she just started. Yeah, and what's funny about that is I was recently thinking, like, wow, they're really not y- using her in any sketches. Like, they're they were underusing her like crazy. Interesting. I have no idea. I mean, I've you know, like when other people have been let go unceremoniously, it's just like maybe they weren't cutting it or I, I don't know. I think she was it, funny every time she was used, but she wasn't used enough for me to really judge that at all. But I don't know if it really has a lot to do also with like the fact that this season was so politically driven. So it was like a lot of like, what is her name? Well, yeah, they did say that the celebrities really are why the ratings went up. It actually, the cast took a backseat to the celebrity driven sketches like Melissa McCarthy. They're always saying like when it's political season, when it's time to choose a president, Mm -hmm. that's when their ratings like. Skyrocket. Mm-hmm. I think the last, the yeah. last, right? It actually kind of yeah, sucks if the, cast, if the ratings them. went up 
because of celebrities, it's almost saying essentially this is what the viewers want. Yeah, they want I mean, to see more celebrities. They do because I I read that like Beck Bennett has a good Sean Spicer impression, and he like actually does the read through when the cele- when Melissa McCarthy can't be there, but Melissa McCarthy takes it like he would have <laughs> probably played Sean Spicer Melissa, if Melissa she had agreed to guy's job so you know like I feel like most of the cast is not as big of a celebrity juggernaut as like, always, other people have been I always felt like they had because <laughs> when SNL first started there was only like seven cast members and then like as it grew throughout the years they just had like a plethora of people and it was kind of like a do or die situation like if you're if your sketch it got slashed the night of, mm-hmm. you know, like they, they weren't going to use you. Yeah. And then you just had a hope next week it was going to start. Because if you hear a lot of the interviews from people who used to be on SNL, like that's what they say. They like, oh, they liked it. And then when we did the read through, it didn't work and they cut I, it. And then I wasn't on the episode. <laughs> a small tangent. I don't understand how they choose the sketches that stay. Because some yeah, of them some are, are such bad. bullshit. I'm yeah. like, how the fuck did that meeting yeah, go? Some of them I'd be so afraid to pitch that sketch because it's so stupid. You know what it is? Is that the, they <laughs> have an audience that goes to the rehearsals. And so yeah. I think they pick them based off of the how people laugh at that. it. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's kind of why. Because also in the article, they were talking about like they don't, SNL doesn't shy away from showing you who their favorite is. So yeah. they were talking about when Will Ferrell left they like literally stopped the sketch and everybody was just like so sad that he was leaving. Yeah. And then like, I remember Kristen Wiig when she left, they had a whole full length song that was like, well, they yeah, they Ruby Tuesday. And like everybody in the cast lined up and hugged her. They yeah. mentioned that <laughs> they mentioned her name, Will yeah. Ferrell's name, some other people's name. But I mean, then they were also talking about like people like uh, Rachel. What is her name? Rachel Dratch. Dratch that she plays the, what is it? The Debbie Downer. Yeah. The <laughs> she was actually really funny on this show. Yeah. But like, like when she, she left, she didn't really get. Yeah, like she didn't get any like yeah. on screen love when they got rid of Jay Farrell and Taryn Killam. But they Killam didn't even was like in every sketch. I think they that's didn't so even weird. like. <laughs> nobody even knew that they weren't working there anymore. Yeah, no, it was like a few weeks after it ended, they were like, "Oh, these two people aren't coming back." Yeah, and I was like, like "Wait, <laughs> but they do like ninety percent of your show." Jay Farrell, yeah, Farrell <laughs> does every impression on that show. Yeah, but like you know at. Andy Samberg didn't really get anything, but which is crazy. But they said they, that he didn't know if he was going to leave or not. Yeah, so oh, that's okay. um, All right. Chris but. Parnell and like Carisio Sands, like who has been on that show since. Uh, yeah. Chris I think, Parnell. I think he just kind of got fired out of nowhere. <laughs> I Well, they, yeah, he said, he said he didn't care about it, but he's doing really well. It's not like he's struggling. Yeah. He's always in something. Yeah. And like, but Horatio Sands, like I haven't seen in anything, but he's been on that show since like fucking Adam, like Adam Sandler, I think. Like yeah. he's been on the show a really long time, but like they're just talking about how they they're very like upfront about who the fuck their favorites are. Yeah, and but who's their favorite? And the, maybe Keenan. Keenan <laughs> is never gonna leave. Like, like who? Where he go? Like who in that show is a favorite now? Uh, Kate McKinnon. Oh, of course, Kate McKinnon. She's, She's in every like, fucking sketch. They're there saying is. like Le- Leslie Jones is like really hustling on her own though like she's becoming more of a household name but not really because of snl it's more because of like all the controversy around ghostbusters yelling angry black woman every single sketch um (laughs) yeah (laughs) right that's terrible well at least let's i guess shout out to them moving on to bigger things Sheshia, hopefully we'll see she was in slight the movie slight Oh, she was mm-hmm. okay. Hopefully, that? she'll do uh, okay. The kid that had the, uh, the powers. powers, like a was yeah. it like a WWE movie? No, was it? 
I, no, no, no. I'm telling you, I think it was like a wrestling. Now no, I, I saw Google it. it. That's what I'm telling you. It's no, I you saw You didn't it. see like a logo that said WWE? No, what? I watched Were there any wrestlers in there? No, you no, no, WWE, WWE movie. has like a movie department. No. Yeah, I'm but just, they would... They, w- they do like Marine Seven. Oh, are you saying? Them as, are you saying them as the as a producer? Yes, as oh, a producer. Now I gotta look it up. I still don't remember seeing. WWE and they wouldn't use any of their wrestlers. That doesn't sound like them. No, the movie has nothing to do with wrestling. It's not yeah. even close. I know, but so. why would I make that up? Anywho, we'll move on to the next no, thing. So that was out, pop culture thing. <laughs> <laughs> on to reasons why we drink. Reasons why we drink. Uh, I'm gonna throw reasons this one to Tiani again too. Oh, Sexual education. Throw it. Throw your ass in a circle. Oh, no, by wait, the way, throw your ass, throw your ass, ass in a circle. You don't even say circle. You say circle. Oh, okay. Oh, whoa. You, whoa. Okay. okay. You know that song. Miss I don't know that song. Tiante, right. Queen of the Trap. All right. So, well, sex education. I think we wanted to 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 talk about our own experiences. Some of our young Why I asked to do this topic? Yeah. Why? Because no, no. Yo. No, I wasn't. So, so I didn't say anything. No. <laughs> it's because I was talking to Georgette one day, and I was talking about things that might happen, and she was just like, you know how important it is to be tested? Like, Oh, I was going in on her. Yeah, was like, like, she was just like, you got to make sure your significant other is tested. It is so don't let them lie to there. you. Don't let them lie to you and tell you what oh, you want to hear. Like, I don't absolutely. care how much you like this person. Like, you have to, have to, have to, have to. She scared the shit out. Like, she oh, was did like, I scare you? You didn't sound scared. Yeah. And then, well, it was because I hit it well. But you were just like, I've heard some stories. And you better do it. I don't want that for you. I mean, and listen, I was like, and it wasn't stories. Oh it, was, it was experiences. <laughs> like, this was some real life shit. And that's, and I just, you know, when, when you know people that you're cool with, you just don't want them to go through some of the things that people that you know went through. And so, for someone that may have have not done anything um you just you need to be upfront because men lie and you and and women lie but, too yes yes and so but but if you are the person that hasn't had sex with anybody before you just want to be very upfront and clear and anyone the one thing i remember saying to her i was like if they um if they push back or challenge you on wanting to get tested that's a red flag within itself i mean yeah that's I'm a not, red flag. i'm not gonna say that so, but 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 if don't you... just don't have a protective sex. Shit, fuck that shit. <laughs> that's all I was trying to fuck get. Report that. Hashtag that safe sex is the best. That's sex. all. I, that's all. I, my point was just um, just don't have unprotected. And condoms are a lot cheaper than all the other alternatives because that <laughs> oh, morning after pill, pill is like oh, fifty dollars, and then an abortion. I don't even know if you can get <laughs> one legally called? anymore. I don't even know if you could get it legally, but I've heard that it's anywhere from like three hundred, eight hundred dollars. And then, you know, Jeez. raising a kid is like $1.1 million for like <laughs> 18 years. I think you oh, can't collectively even put a price. For years, I feel like, like you can't even put a price on. Yes, yeah. you can. They did. It's like $1.1 million from when they exit you until their 18th birthday. So, But you're also they not. Exit you. you don't stop taking care of them at 18. So right. you're spending bad money. Me. Listen, I, I listen. WWE Studios distributed slight. Oh, okay. I didn't make this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> This was me last week when I was like, also, Russell ain't the only Russell. <laughs> she was determined. Well, um, thank you. But, okay. But sorry. Sorry. But to your point with sexual education, I mean, my, 
just kind of quickly talking about our own experiences and I had it I think like in fifth grade or something like that and you yeah. start learning about mm-hmm. your body and their body and when you see the, the diagram like I still remember the diagram that you see in the doctor's office I, yeah. was the same diagram we saw I in class I also had to get a, a thing sign to say that I could participate in it and I remember a lot of people oh, really? like that. I don't remember yeah. that, that and I remember a lot of kids having to leave the class because their parents didn't want it now Interesting. I totally was in this class like oh my god getting older sucks like this just all sounds terrible because you're learning about menstrual cycles and all that other bullshit and like what happens to your body then when you get into high school and you have health class you i don't know about you guys but for my um biology class we saw a birthing video oh and a lot of people might yeah i don't think Which, I, by I the missed way, it i fell god. asleep and what i woke up to was this woman screaming and when i opened my <laughs> eyes it was the baby's head and i was traumatized for the rest of my life that's funny. traumatized for the rest of my life <laughs> traumatized. traumatized but i also had older sisters so it was kind of like i if i didn't feel comfortable talking to my parents about sex you, like who when you're 16 that's not you're not Mm, that's great if you can, but in re- in real life, that's no, yeah, mm, no, that's what I'm gonna say, no. Mm-hmm. But my sisters always said like, if you you know how sex changes a relationship and how you know your body kind of changes once you have sex and how like the aftermath of sex and all this other sh- stuff about sex. But I remember in it might have been middle school or whenever I had this class, the teacher said, if you cannot stand in front of a condom section without giggling and laughing, you're not ready. You are not ready to have sex. And I remember I would pass by and be like, and automatically see, automatically (laughs) see the pregnancy test next to the fucking tampons. And I just knew I was like, no, I'm not ready. This is not, this is (laughs) no, not ready. Change of heart. 15, 20 years later. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, no, (laughs) But I do, I mean, I feel like I lost it pretty late to the average kid. Like, you know, I was old enough to know. I was ready in college. Do you mind sharing that? I was 17. Uh, I was, I was like in college. I want to say like 18. But like, I remember (laughs) thinking, I remember being like, just cool with it. Like whatever, I did it. It wasn't, um, you oh, know, I was with yeah, I was with the person I was with for a while. It was a so you like, you want to do it? it? Was like, I want to do it. Like do I, really, it. Like, I picked the person <laughs> and this happened. It was just like it was so stupid. Why? Did I, I mean, I it wasn't romantic contract. Yeah, it's, it was. Just it so wasn't like, romantical <laughs> at all either. Like it was super, just like weird. I went We're shopping. In college, afterwards. you want to do it? Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> but I remember I had a conversation with my mom about it because I was talking to her about birth control because she worked at an OBGYN and mm-hmm. like I remember my friends going like. She just fucking ask your mother for birth control. I was like, yeah, I mean, I she'd rather you be safe, right? But it's also like I'm sure if I was 16 asking about birth control, that conversation would not go. Oh well. no, no, but no. it was like I was out of the house. I like at this point, whatever decisions I make, I need to mm-hmm. be adult about it if I'm choosing to do something adult, yeah. and that's it. And like from then on, I feel like my whole thought process about sex has been healthy. Like it's never been a. Well, if if I have sex with him, he'll like me. It's never been that type right. of situation. Mm-hmm. Well, T, I mean, real quick, what about your experiences with sex ed and what your thoughts are now about it? Uh, honestly, I don't remember. I remember. Uh, what do I remember about it? Just learning a lot about my, my period. Same, because honestly, thing, I, I don't wanted to know when to change my bed, and they were like, "You'll know," I'll, and I kept throwing in the, like, <laughs> the anonymous question because they didn't give me an answer <laughs> I wanted to hear. Well, yeah, that's about that it. I just remember too. learning about periods. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's got it. Did they separate? No, I think they kept the boys and girls together. I, 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 I can't remember, remember if they did. Because yeah. it kind of they may have separated in fifth grade. 
They may have in fifth grade because I was like too much to be talking about that with the both of us in the class. I know. Yeah, I don't remember much about that, to be honest. Like, I don't know what we talked about at all when it came to sex ed. I think it was a joke, probably. Yeah, I um, mean, they were probably trying to... They were, I, and now that you're older, I actually mm. commend the teacher to attempted to try to talk about this mm. kids our age. Because like, it, just was, it probably was too much. I mean, listen, all and it, and not your kids. They're somebody else's kids. kids so if you absolutely. like fuck up and they go home and like Mom, yeah. you're done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing and with Tiani saying like this is what she what inspired her to bring this up. Why? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing that my message was to anybody, anyone that I was cool with that I knew, I just just don't put your health in someone else's hands. I know I've dealt with that and and some things happened and you know I had to deal with it at the time and so it was just and 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 you know depending on how old you are that that could be a traumatic experience. And so um, I projected onto Tiani, but I'm glad she was fucking scared because that way she'll protect herself <laughs> shit. Oh, let me tell you one blunder that a health teacher did. It wasn't I think it was for my sister's class. Um, I guess uh, some little nasty kid asked the the health teacher <laughs> like what does it taste like when like when you like what does it a penis taste like when you <laughs> give head and and oh. the teacher was like oh it's a little salty and it was like oh shit she sucked it oh they caught her like oh they caught her they got that you. shit on purpose that's fucked up she that's knows what it tastes like teachers have lives too that's crazy I know I, but she's not supposed to right. tell the kids well you know like, yeah, I've like, done this uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous uh, that was a slip too. up it was a it slip was. up I, you know I always told my younger sister I was just like it's your hilarious. friends are stupid they don't know anything like yeah. your friends are just as stupid as you are like you have older sisters if you yep. don't feel like you can talk to your parents you have five like four other sisters that you could talk exactly. to that can definitely guide you don't fucking listen to your friends they're morons they it's well, right the blind now, leading sister, the blind my sister is big on you shouldn't have sex until marriage she doesn't okay, understand yeah that's that's my sister so i have to completely not even listen to my big sister and then my yeah. and then <laughs> other people around me i want to ask uh, you about, about other people around other you. people around me yep will be like <laughs> Man, like the one time I didn't have the condom on, man, I can't go back. Like, I, you don't understand. It's like once you take that off, you can't go back to the condom. And I was like, yo, people act like if this happens, your Listen. brain cannot reprogram that feel. I and I'm just it. like, damn, let me make sure this never happens. Well, I just want to make sure you don't lose There's their no mind. stopping that happens either for you. You know, you just want to make sure he doesn't take it off in the middle of of you all having yeah. sex but there is a big you will there, are a lot there is a difference oh, there is a difference okay yeah <laughs> I mean, but a lot it's, of people it's, act like once it happens like there's no going I feel back. like guys are um, very like that's, no girls gr- yeah talk about here's women. the thing about it I'm gonna be I'm gonna be totally for real about this okay I was on birth control and I still use condoms because I knew a girl who got pregnant with the birth I'm control. using air quotes because she used uh, birth control and so my the guy that i was dating at the time was just like we still have to use condoms and i was like yeah and it was like such a fucking big deal but it was kind of like i you're, you're obviously not the person i'm gonna spend the rest of my life with like, like let's be real like <laughs> i don't want your babies but that whole pull out method it's like enjoyable for the guy but not a hundred percent enjoyable for the girl because obviously like people do not finish at the same time and so when you have to pull out, it kind of like fucks up your whole flow. Mm-hmm. Like he's good right. because, you know. But you don't want him to bust inside of you either. That's true. <laughs> to, unless unless you guys are in a position that that's what you guys want. Right. Just be but if that. it's not and you're just taking a chance, you're like, fuck it. Like this mm-hmm. is happening. Mm-hmm. My thing is, is that <laughs> it's not 
it is it does feel good and it does feel different but it's also like the whole finishing and having the like the complete satisfaction of it as a woman it like sucks um, at the end of the day what we're saying is just safe sex is the b- that's why sex, i do say safe sex is the best sex because if you think about you it like whatever you do just be careful you could still go a really good round and like see this one over here and it's less messy and it's less messy anywho i'm keeping it real that yeah, was reasons keep why. It real. quickly uh let's end it off with mood uh what's your mood tiani okay i'll kind of i guess make my air it out my mood since i was in here um i was just in a very somber mood last week i don't know if you guys talked we did she talked about yeah. air it out yeah, yeah so that was really sad i was like looking out the window seeing things we, like we uh, too yeah mm-hmm. um and then also one of my favorite singers chris cornell died from soundgarden and just to read that like first thing in the morning was like really disheartening because like a lot of those songs that soundgarden sings are kind of like you know a little sad or like it sounds like emotional and stuff like that but these songs are kind of old so you're thinking right. like you know, back then he may have been a drug addict and all that stuff, and maybe he worked that out by now. Right. But clearly something was still off. So now, like, hearing all those songs, you're just, like, in my head, I'm just like, wow, he was still probably yeah. feeling this way. Yeah. And now, like, every song that I hear, I'm just, like, get sad. Because yeah. I'm like, because it was one thing, like, if it was just like, oh, he died from natural causes, but he, like, hung himself. So yeah. it's like... I'm like <laughs> tortured soul. Like another singer that I like is dead. Like it's just, uh, it was just a hard thing. To and hear then you think about it. the singers whose songs are just like happy go lucky, who still who still do that. Yeah, so it, like that's why when people get pissed off about their singers and why I'm like that's that's not. Yeah, I don't get like that shows not showing you like it's a novel. People. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> like you should do it too. Like that's not what's happening. Yeah. Um, what's your mood, Nick? Um, well, it's Memorial Day weekend, actually. Well, woo. Oh, yes. We're going dark, y'all. Because the girl needs a vacation. We're, you go on vacation like every other week, yo. I do. <laughs> but I know I need another Where one. Where are you going? Oh, is that your move for real? <laughs> no. Um, I'm not going anywhere. I have a very important trip to Tampa coming up that I need all my energy for. Um, yeah, all your clothes. <laughs> all your clothes, girl. Um, but... Yeah, you know, like, just with everything that happened last week and, like, uh, I'm definitely just, like, trying to have fun and just really take a break and not take everything so seriously and just really just have a good time and enjoy myself and, you know, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, keeping and it light. Johnson and Hanks for 2020. Johnson and Hanks, Okay. Dwayne, oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Tom oh. Hanks are gonna run for president. They I would better. Vote. I would vote for Tom. I would vote for them. Tom Hanks. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Tom Hanks and Dwayne Johnson. Okay, I'm not talking about this. The Rock. Why can't the Rock be president? I mean, the Rock or Donald Trump. Why? Did you do a rock eye? Like, how I did, did you do that? I didn't do that. I just saw her eye. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. It didn't matter. Her See? eyebrow went up. Her eyebrow went right real up. Real quick. Um, I uh, embodied the uh, rock for a second. You did. Um, <laughs> my mood is uh, moving on to some new opportunities. I will mm. uh, I will disclose off air because I know you're going to want to know, Tiani. Um, but, uh, <laughs> God, you're such a bitch for wanting to know. I didn't even know because Nick knows. Um, so moving on to some I don't new care about your life. Forget it. Oh, oh I. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, some new opportunities um, presented itself. So I'm 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 spreading my wings, and so I'm excited. It's it's just been time to to do some things differently, and people will know soon enough. So um, on that note, that's it for me. Uh, social media, Venting Vino Pod, Twitter, Facebook, email, Venting and Vino at Gmail. You can find me on Twitter at Georgette um, or GeorgettePierre.com to find everything else. Um, at Tiani on Instagram, at Tiani War on Twitter. Um, you guys she can find me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to give you my Instagram <laughs> instead. What is your Instagram, Nikki? My Instagram is <laughs> Nikki Trends with a Z because I'm spicy. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys send me up on Instagram. I, I think I'm going to like give new ones every once in a while. Spice it up a bit. Oh, gosh. Anywho. Keep everybody on their toes. Uh, on Just a reminder, note. we will not be back next week. So, so listen to some new sh- to listen to some some Come old back shows. Come back after. You we'll better be, be catching up. June fifth, we'll be back. We'll, we'll not catch June fifth. Excuse me, June seventh, we'll be back. June seventh, because we record Monday nights and Monday. June fifth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So June seventh, <laughs> new episode. On that note, peace. Peace. Bye.